show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Welcome to the Faith Finances and F Bombs podcast. Manage your money, find your soul, and cover your ears. Welcome, everyone, to Faith Finances and F Bombs. Today, we are going to specifically be thinking about an F bomb related material. That's kind of what our whole central theme is for today. And the reason for that is because this is our 25th episode. Don't know if you even realize it's the 25th episode, but this is our 25th episode. And so yeah. Kevin and I both thought it'd be cool to do something uh, kind of special and unique, something that, uh, that you as the listener, we, are, we think of you first and foremost, listener. Always. Always, always. In future episodes, we have some exciting things coming up. Kevin has a very impressive side gig that we'll share in a future episode. In a future episode, we will talk about as you are considering faith through the terms of what you desire from God and how much you want of God, what you can expect from that in your life. And while we have teased you in the past, in 24 previous episodes, we have only had two episodes that featured guests, but we're going to make up for that and we'll be having some guests probably for a while, fairly frequent until we kind of balance that out a little bit. And I have no idea what balancing looks like. Really, it will be up to the guest. Once we have a bad guest, once we have a guest (laughs) that's that's just as totally bombed, we're like, okay, that's it. We're going to go back (laughs) to a ratio of one per 12 and a half episodes. So that's what's coming up. Now, today we are focusing on F-bombs. We have F-bombs and we know they are F-bombs. Those are the biggest things that just creates an evocative, visceral response in us that bothers us at a level that would actually cause us to drop F-bombs or Mm -hmm. to lash out at someone or it's just a frustration that we don't don't deal with very well. Right. That's the true F-bomb. But because we do also talk about some things that are maybe not as intense, it's probably the best way to say it, I thought let's have some criteria that we can set. So I think we can have something called smoke bombs. So I can say this is a smoke bomb because a smoke bomb has some smoke and it might, maybe it maybe it does irritate others, maybe it doesn't. That's a smoke bomb. All right. Then the next level would be a cherry bomb. The cherry bomb can do some damage. A little more intense. A little more intense. It can do some damage. It can crack a toilet. I'm also thinking of C4, which are kind of like cherry bombs. C4 is what I used to use to, you know, I could soak a whole roll of toilet paper in a pail of water and then take that soaking wet toilet paper out of the pail and light a C4 and put it within the toilet paper, throw it up on the roof of a house that's being teepeed. And then it explodes because it can explode in submerged water. And when it explodes, all of that uh, paper shrapnel sticks to the roof and it takes forever to come off. And I don't recommend well, that. Your to the, yeah. Yeah. I also used to use those because they could submerge in water. I'd take them on float trips and where the current's flowing really well, I could light it and drop it in the water and it floats on down ahead of me to the canoes ahead and it can scare them. So we have smoke bombs, which are really innocent. Let's off a little smoke. You know, you know, they're there. Then cherry bomb. We'll just call it cherry bomb. Can do a little bit of damage. You like those? Try levels. What yeah. I'm yeah. A little minor irritant. Yes. And the other one gets your heart rate going a little bit, maybe a little sweat on your brow. And the final ones where you just say that. Yes. There you know what we go. pisses me off? The, that's our criteria. From this point forward, this is our criteria. And we won't need to clarify from this point. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll just say, hey, I've got something, but this is a this is a smoke bomb. All right. So that'd be our code. Smoke, cherry, and F. Smoke, cherry, and F. All right. 
Yeah. But the F will be very obvious, I think. Well, we'd hope so. Okay, listen, for this concept today, because it's our 25th episode, we decided together we would roll off 25 F-bombs. Now rapid that, fire. Bop, rapid bop, bop, fire. Bop, bop, back 25 and, and 25 minutes is what you told me. 25 and 25 minutes. So that's our challenge. Yeah. And thanks to everything that I've already said <laughs> and all the minutes that I've taken up, thanks to, you know, 10 minutes are already gone. Well, we're not starting the 25 till we start the F-bombs. Okay. All right. So I want to be clear that. on that. I don't want to get cheated on the F-bombs. Okay. Session. All right. So now, Kevin, because I cheated a little bit because I knew I was thinking through this criteria and I didn't talk to you about the criteria beforehand. So my list are really pretty much smoke bombs, which is why I can put them off in rapid fire. Yeah. I might have a couple that that I might slide over to cherry bombs, but it doesn't matter. Right. I agree. It doesn't matter because I've already got a number. So we want to, so we're going to sit, we're going to just name these rapid fire with a brief description, if it's not obvious. Yeah. And then I do one, you do one. We go back and forth until we get to 25. All right. All right. Yep. Now, as we do this, because listener, we do not know each other's list. That is correct. So as you and I hear them, if we if it piques our interest or we have some resonance, we can say, oh, let's circle that one and we'll save that for a future episode. Let's okay. make that an F-bomb on a future episode. So I'm guessing if we both have a similar F-bomb, we're going to want to circle it. I would say, I would say right. so. All right. That'll okay. just be like automatic. And these are in no particular order, by the way, at least for me. No, for I me, didn't, no. I didn't rank them. No. I, I, just did not, had a list I did not rank them. And I said, okay, I got to pick. I got to narrow the list down, and I numbered the ones I wanted to talk about. Today. Okay. All right. Let's do right. it. Go. So my first one. One. This is what I call the long stop. Someone in front of me is at a stop sign, and they stop so long that when they go, I decide I go too, and will justify it if I'm stopped by police enforcement by saying that person stopped long enough for both of us. <laughs> Fall leaf cleanup. We're getting close to that time of year. This really irritates me. If I see you bagging your leaves, I'm going to be tempted to stop and say, stop it. Buy a mower that mulches them. Quit bagging that shit up. <laughs> free, free. The phrase off the hook. I hate that phrase. This is probably a cherry bomb for me because it gets me worked up a little bit. I have been cooking and doing something I love for a small group of people. And the other day I got an email from the person who organizes it and says, hey, we've changed how we're going to do this. So you're off the hook. That's all the email said. Nothing else at all. The phrase triggers me anyway, but it really triggered me in that case because I was not under obligation. I was not in difficulty. I was not in trouble. I was not in danger. I think you get where I'm going with that. And I can go on, but we've got to move on. This really isn't an F-bomb at all now that I look at it, but I have a note on here about podcast topics. Baseball is the most reflective sport of life's journey, and I say that because it's long. It goes forever. Failure is the rule. You fail so much more than you succeed, and yet in baseball, it almost always seems that you have a shot at redemption. I like that. I'm, I'm circling that one. We can come back to that. All right. Okay, this isn't about the podcast. I'm talking about just people in general. Non-listeners who... What's that? That's very good. (laughs) Non-listeners who unnecessarily force repeats. I'll just say generally, someone states the bowling league fees. If we pay this much money this year, it will lead this much amount, which will allow us to have this much money in prize money. Mm -hmm. Within seconds, someone says... If we pay this much, how much will that give? How much will that be total, and what will that be in prize money? And it was just stated. Non-listeners who force unnecessary repeats. Man, have you reached the position in life when you look in the mirror and notice a little touch of gray? Just for men has been at the forefront of men's hair and beer. Color no, 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 say years. that. Hey, I have to stop you. 
Where did you, where did you get that copy you're reading? Uh, Just for Men makes it easy to get natural-looking results. Kevin, seriously, stop. Marketing must have mixed up. Here, this is the this is the ad copy you should be reading. Women, have you reached the position in life when you look across the room and wonder, does he or doesn't he ever go out with gals his own age? Why only young girls? Only a psychiatrist knows for sure. You can clearly see this guy has lots of problems. Just one look at his obviously grotesquely colored hair is a good indication. Now, if he wants to touch his gray to attract attention, that's his business. But this compulsion he has for running around with girls instead of women his own age, that's just, whoa, man's business. Just for whoa, man, can help him avoid his embarrassment until he works his problems out with his therapist. All he has to do is buy a Just for Whoa, man, date ager kit. With Just for Whoa, man... Takes only minutes to add a few gray streaks to her locks. Some Miss Claire old mascara. That five o'clock waxed eyebrow shadow. And all the other little things that will make her look as old as he is. How? Shallow how? When you think about it, why should you suffer one more day of embarrassment if you have a problem like this guy? Try a Just for Whoa Man date ager kit on that girl in your life today. Then all you'll have to do, Al, is convince her to wear leggings in order to hide those stilts she needs to wear so people don't believe you're dating a little person more womenizers use or uh, is, is that word marked out on your copy too yeah, someone wrote cradle, cradle robbers. robbers more cradle robbers use just for whoa man than any other date disguiser order yours today at he love current culture parenting styles We've touched on this before, but I just got to keep bringing this up. The more I observe, the more I watch what's happening around me, uh, I just got to scratch my head and go, you got to be kidding me. Now I'm going to tease a little bit about what you said earlier about my career gig. I'm going to have the opportunity in just a couple days to be teaching junior level college kids. One of my greatest fears is I'm going to look at them and go, are you kidding me? Who's raising you? Drivers who misuse hazard signals and people who refer to their hazard lights as four-ways. Okay. I was not familiar with that phrase. Oh, you weren't? Four-ways. Oh, my goodness, yes. All right. I can't believe you've never heard that. No. The U.S. healthcare delivery system. This is such a joke. I was requested for my follow-up visit with my orthopedic surgeon to be there a half hour early. I filled out all the stuff online like they asked me to. I'm a returning patient. I still got there early. 10 o'clock rolls up. They call three different people to see Dr. Alito. None of them was me. I had a 10 o'clock with Alito. Three people went in at 10 that weren't me. I'm still there at 20 till 11. I'm circling that because that's actually on my list as well, but I have to find it. It's a little further down on my list. And that's it one isolated is. incident, but we could go on and on and on about our healthcare delivery yes. system. Here's how, I, here's how I worded it. Ignoring patient care urgencies. Mm. All right. well, that was mine, so you're up. Well, that was mine, but oh, then, okay. but the, I mean, that was also mine. All right, so you piggybacked on that. Yeah, I piggybacked on that. All right. Nine! I have a very distinct set of rules for naming children, and I'm sure that if I were to reveal all the different criteria, I would piss off. How many listeners do we have? <laughs> After that comment, two. <laughs> Just, probably none. <laughs> I can't go through them all because we don't have enough time, but yeah. Uh, that, I, I'm intrigued. I'll just give you a couple examples. Do not name them verbs. I also don't care for people being named after their parents. Interesting. I, I, got, I got more. People inconsiderate of other people who are around in a public place, space, in a shared space, 
where they are listening to their device with their speaker on very loudly. Whether it's music, whether it's a conversation, whether it is, and I kid you not, voicemail, <laughs> listening to that with the speaker on loud. Ladies and gentlemen, 11. This one goes to 11. Now, this one is not so much of a complaint of mine or a frustration, but it's something I'm curious about. Are we the cumulative sum of our decisions in our lifetime? Where we are right now, are we there because of the cumulative sum of our decisions, both positive and negative? More of a philosophical thing to talk about. Yeah, it does seem philosophical. Philosophical with an F, of course. <laughs> of course. All right. It's intriguing. <laughs> I, I'm just curious about it because I'll, I'll tell you where this started from. You might appreciate this. Remember the men's ministry you had going on first Thursday? Yeah. So you would always have a Coca-Cola ready for me. Yeah. And I appreciate that because I like Coke. One of the members in that group said to me one time, if I drank Coke like you do, I could never be as thin as you are. And I thought, you're watching me drink Coke at one meal. <laughs> once think, a month. You think we I need do to emphasize this? that. Yeah. You it think was I one do day this a month. Three times a day, seven days a week? I mean, you have no idea. The reason I look like I look and the reason you look like you look is because of all the other thousands of decisions that we've made over the last 40 years. Number 12, golf influencers Paige Spiranak and others. Let's just call it what it is. These aren't golf influencers or some other influencer. These are typically very attractive people dressed scantily, and that's what they're peddling. I, I hear you. It irritates me to put her on a pedestal and go, Paige Spiranak, golf influencer. No, no. People aren't tuning in to see her swing a three-wood. I'm hesitating on my reaction to that because you said three I shouldn't wood. have brought up wood, yes, should I? Yeah. <laughs> right. Next. Not me and not you, but I'm just thinking of the, you know, yeah. in, in the context of how you said, presented it. I should it, have the had audiences. a four iron. Yeah, yeah. Well, even that. Could we extend that to influencers? Wait, don't say extend when I'm talking about Okay, yeah, that's true. Good point. Could this be expand? Expand probably is not a good no. one. Should that could that also include influencers in general? In general, absolutely. In many ways, yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired of people for being famous for being famous. Yeah, I'm do circling something. that. I'm circling that. Yeah. I, if we were down to two because of what you said, now we're going to be down to one because <laughs> this person will hate Jane Fonda. But I was listening to a podcast recently, and and Jane Fonda was being interviewed, and she talked about how someone had stated to her, "What what have you accomplished in your life besides being the son of Henry Fonda, daughter for Jane?" Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> what have you accomplished in your life besides being the daughter? Of- I assume she's still. Yeah, she is. Yeah, okay. she is. Thirteen. This is simple pack mentality. As a Western culture, we have a pack mentality. Yep. When we drive, it's a pack mentality. Yep. Whether we're walking, we walk as a herd. You're, yep. you're if you watch people walk, standing. their legs will eventually time together. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and they're walking side by side yeah. instead of seeing, yeah. yeah. We have a pack mentality. It's really kind of interesting from a sociological perspective. Number 14. Okay, uh, jumping back a little bit in time to Representative Santos from New York. Yes. You may recall he got in a whole bunch of trouble about lying about Pretty much everything in his life. Yes. And then somebody called him out on a claim he'd made that he was Jewish. And his explanation back was, I didn't say Jewish as in one word. He said, I was Jew hyphen ish. (laughs) And I was like, oh, crap. Are you shitting me? (laughs) That's going to be your defense. I was Jew. Jew ish. Ish. Uh, I don't know whether to circle that or star it. Don't do a star of David if you star it. Fifteen. 
All right, this is this is definitely a cherry bomb to me, but uh, I really don't like Sonic Drive-ins. Cue priority. You may not be affected by this because I don't imagine you've gone to Sonic it's very been, much in your it's life. Been years. But you understand the queue system. It's just like any other place. There's about when the order comes in on the computer they, yeah, system. Yeah. Okay. You drive into Sonic Drive-In, and I need to explain because we do have listeners across the country, and I know that Maybe we're, the we're always talking about that we only have four listeners, but we do have a listener that's in another country, at yeah. least one. There you go. So drive-in by definition, mm-hmm. like 50s style, 1950s drive-in, but you drive into a stall, you park your car at a stall, and you order at a microphone, and I think they rent it on a first-come, first-served basis. Mm. The reason this is a this is something for me is because, see, we have the criteria. I need to use the criteria. The reason this is a cherry bomb for me, if I go and I just want to get a drink or a snack, their queue is prioritized by first come, first serve instead of efficiency. All right. So if, if it was efficiency, burgers and fries, if someone, you're behind them. No, not necessarily that. Not in quantity, but if they're ordering, it doesn't matter what you're No, I mean, if they got there before you. Yes, their orders ahead of you. You and just want to drink. I just want to drink. I have to wait until I until my number comes up. All right. Now, yeah, I was not. Yeah, privy to that. Now that sounds like I'm just being selfish with that, but it's really a matter of efficiency. Yeah, it's better for the person who's only wanting something that's wanting to get there quick. Yeah, because you are fast food. Yeah, it's supposed to be. But it's also more efficient for you because the sooner you can get that person who only wants to drink in and out, then somebody else can pull in and park and yeah. there you go. Got it. So that's that. Sweet 16. Target date funds. So this is a financial related thing. I've got a lot of strong feelings about it. I've expressed that of feelings at my investment committee meetings when we talk about fiduciary responsibility. I do have a, just a personal bias against them, but I also have a fiduciary reason why I don't like them. And it's because there's no universal standard by which to measure their performance. And we can go deeper in that in another episode, but I'm trying to keep this to a minute. During this break, I have got to grab me some of those great smelling cookies from the craft services table. Fat chance. There's no cookies on the craft services table out there. Well, I don't see them here in the studio, and I've been smelling them cookies since this episode began. Those aren't cookies you smell, my friend. That's 100% yours truly. What? It's my new deodorant. Call me horrible hygiene hazardous halitosis Hartley no more. Are you telling me you're wearing cookie-scented deodorant? That's right. And you, too, can have the smell of freshly baked cookies with you all day long. Introducing armpit-activated cookie deodorant. Regular deodorant disappears soon after it is applied. Cookie deodorant stays with you all day long. Available in three refreshing scents. Chocolate chip, oatmeal raisin, and pfeffernusa. Pfeffernusa? That's a cookie? Pfeffernusa is a nut-sized cookie spiced with ginger, cinnamon, cardamom, and pepper. Huh. I've always called those pepper cakers. Where are we, Kevin? In Norway, this is America. And in America, we call them Pfeffernusa. And it's one of the three fresh scents available in the new armpit-activated cookie deodorant. Well, I'm glad to know you're addressing your hygiene, but you'll still need to do something about... My halitosis? It's a two-for-one. The makers of armpit-activated cookie deodorant state this is one type of cookie dough you definitely can eat raw. Cookie deodorant. Available at your local Fickle and Pickle and on shelves in seven and penny stores nationwide. Discover the flavors of the Midwest at New Missouri River Bistro. Fresh, locally sourced ingredients and traditional remnants of the river. 
Book your table today at 555-17. Opinion statements that are not applicable, not requested, which contribute nothing but air, words, meaning nothing. If you do not understand what I'm saying, I'm just going to use the perfect example. All right, hit me. It is what it is. My brother uses that one all the time. It makes Courtney mad. All right. You notice I'm being silent. <laughs> yes, that's probably good. 19. Population growth rates and immigration policy. This is at a macro level. I'm not saying this is the answer. For those of you that live in America, we definitely have a declining population rate. We don't have enough workers to serve all the jobs we have. Correct. And yet we are locking our borders down and saying, you can't come here. You have probably hundreds of thousands of people that would come in and take these jobs. Why, that, why are we locking these people out? Because, because of exactly what you, uh, okay, this is not me speaking. I'm just, I guess, playing the devil's advocate or sure. giving, you the, giving you what the, what the culture's answer is because of exactly what you said. These people will come in and take our jobs. But we don't want them. That's why they're But they'll open. come in and take them. I don't give a shit. And neither, Somebody and needs to I don't to care that they jobs. would. That's what I'm saying. It, that's, it's, it, it'll I just go back don't and know forth why like we have forever. this little Jekyll and Hyde thing going on. It's like, uh, we got jobs that are open. You got people that want those jobs. Let them in. What you're talking about is not going to happen because we live in such a politically charged I know that's culture. part of the reason. But my point is discharge those preconceived ideas and just look at the problem and solve the problem. 19. All right. Safety features, which actually have the potential to threaten life and or property. Mm. An example, Toyota Sienna van, keys and the fob are inside the car locked with two dogs. The other fob... Which dog was driving? No, neither dog was driving. Okay. The driver gets out. The car was shut off, but the keys were not removed. Now the dogs are locked in. Cannot unlock the car. A locksmith cannot do it. Satellite cannot do it. The only way it can be done is with another fob, and the fob is halfway across the country on the coast with a spouse. All right. The only way the owner's getting in is to... Break a window. But those dogs have been infants. The only way a mom is going to get the, and, and their air is limited because sure. there's no air circulation. Right, right. I'm with you. Yeah, she's got to damage the car and possibly, because through damaging the car, risk cutting a child. So yeah, that glass is going to bust up in yeah. pieces. Right. 20. All right, I got another one. It's kind of tied into your it is what it is thing that bothers you. I noticed this a few years ago, but it just seems like it's amplified. The phrase, cool, cool, cool. What? Cool, cool, cool. We, we had a waiter. We, Courtney and I ordered one time and we got our order placed. He goes, oh, cool, cool, cool. What? And we're like, what the f- does that mean? And the other one is 100%. Man. 100%. 100% of 100%. 100%. 100% of her. So those two annoy me. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. 100%. So yeah. I jokingly will say to Courtney around the house, cool, cool, cool. 100%. Kevin, that is 100% cool, cool, cool of you. Yeah, no, just so the listener knows, that is C O O L. Three times. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, now I'm tracking with you. So it's like cool, cool, cool. Three times. Yeah, the television series uh, Community. Yeah. Did you ever watch <laughs> yeah, that? I did. So there was one character, but he would he would enunciate. He would say, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even think you were saying the word cool. I know. I, that's why I figured I needed to spell it. <laughs> okay. Number 21. Places, establishments that do not... Except Apple Pay. Oh. That's all I'm going to say about that. Number 22. Here's one that's a driving-related one. When I'm speeding 
and you're speeding faster than me and you ride my bumper, it pisses me off. <laughs> it should. I'm already speeding. If you're going to speed, you're going to have to speed the same rate I'm speeding or pass me. Don't ride my ass when I'm yeah. going over the speed limit. I will not. Thank you. <laughs> Number 23. The use of I and my when it should be our and we. One example, enter a restaurant, a host or hostess seats you, and that host or hostess says, I'm sorry, I drug you all around my restaurant. You know, it's saying I and my when it's not theirs. All right. So my restaurant is what you're right. saying. It was the part that irritated yeah. you. Not the fact they drug you all through the... Well, it, I mean, they emphasized it both ways. Okay. This, this particular did. I'm sorry, I, dr- I I made you walk all around my lobby. Dude, I'm coming here all the time. You just got hired. I've never seen you before. How is this yeah. your lobby? Number 24. Neglecting to participate in the structured order of the cart corral. Oh, you're talking about like a grocery, grocery store? Or grocery stores, or retail places where there are shopping carts. Sam's and Walmart's where I know yeah. the most. That's where I shop, but... Yeah, I know what you're saying. Number 25. So my last one is related to what you talked about earlier. So we definitely have to come back and circle this as a repeat. Four-way stop on Southampton and Forum. That's the one I go through to work every day. So I'm driving to work this morning. There's cars at all four directions. I'm behind a car, so I know it's not my turn. My car goes. The intersection to my left, the car had gone. But the guy who was behind the car that went now pulls like halfway out into the intersection and then realizes it's not his turn. So he stops. Now in the all, intersection? Yeah. He's like halfway in and he stops. And now we're all like, well, you're already committed. You might as well go. <laughs> exactly. So then on my way over here for this, I went to the same intersection. This is twice in one day. Now we got a four-way stop. There's cars that are all four-way. I'm heading east. The traffic heading west has four cars backed up behind it. It's now their turn. They're not moving. Now, I don't see a signal. So I'm like, I'm good to go. So I go when it's my turn. As I pass that car, I look to my left and it's an elderly woman sitting there looking at her phone. Oh my goodness. Not moving. There's four cars behind her. I watch in my rear view mirror for a little while to see how long it took her to move. And I would guess it's somewhere between a 10th and a quarter of a mile. She finally took a right turn. Yeah. And I thought, I can't believe the people behind her were honking. I know. They were very nice. It is so interesting in our culture how many people just stop without any consideration for anything around them because that phone has priority. Yeah. She was staring at her phone. Yeah. Uh, she might have been looking for directions. She might have been on a phone call. I don't know. Right. I just know if I'd have been in the same position, pull I, would have, over. I would have taken the right turn and gone and parked somewhere right. and finished my business. Right. Park, the pull over. Right. Something different. Right. She, place, she took yeah. that sign literally. <laughs> Stop. 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 She did. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I think so. I don't know how the listener felt about it. but We'll, uh, we'll know from the feedback, I'm sure. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some. We invite some feedback. Especially yeah. because we didn't really state many that we were circling or that we would come back to so listeners if you have some i guess we're down to one listener probably after those f-bombs yeah listener if you like any of those you want us to talk about more um feel free to submit them by email or you can um x us get us a message we have in the uh show notes ways you can get you can reach us and um I'll see you at bowling tonight, week one of the Fall League. Yes, that's right. Listener, can you believe we're back to bowling again? Uh, week one. Returning champions. Returning champions. Will it be a repeat? I certainly hope so. We'll know in 32 weeks. That's right. 
Faith Finances and F-Bombs is a production of Explosive Mad Dog. It is created and hosted by me, Hartley Wright, co-hosted by Kevin Bartolacci. Our show is produced by Teresa Green and Claude Rains. Lynn O. Liam is our consulting producer. Senior editor is Eileen Dover. Rhoda Report is our senior director of New Comment and our vice president of non-weekly production is Chris P. Bacon. Our executive producers are Claude Rains, Ada Bug, and me. The show is mixed by Jonathan D. Winter. The music we feature can be found on Zapsplat. Special thanks to Blake Fontenelle, Damon Fontenelle, and Kelly Wright. The marketing team is Loka Lazeda, Hugh Jass, and Mark Atier. This podcast is for the purpose of education, information, and entertainment purposes only and is not a replacement for the professional services of a financial advisor, financial planner, spiritual clergy, spiritual counselor, or spiritual director. Any views or opinions provided by me or Kevin are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. All of this is made possible by the members of our business office, Paige Turner and Ray Sin and the head of our operations and finance, D. End.